Okay, so we're talking Tamiya Mitzvahs, we're talking about giving different reasons. That we can understand how they influence us, how they affect us, how we gain from them the various different spheres. We spoke about for a person here, how it changes the world around them. And that applies to the Mitzvahs of the Torah. The question is, does it also apply to Mitzvah Rabbanu? In other words, Rabbanu and Metak and Takonis, so we already said a number of times we know that there are a number of reasons for that Takonis, and uh, therefore we can look just beyond the basic reason, which is what they gave us, and try and understand uh, that there's more significance to the Takonis as well. Okay, so this, since it's Hanukkah, let's talk about the Mitzvah Rabbanu, which we have in Hanukkah, which is the Mitzvah Dachasaner. And uh, the obvious reason which is given for Halakha is it's Prisam Nisa. The Halakha of, of Halakha basically revolve around that Yisoid. That it's the dinner of Prisam Nisa. And uh, with where we let and when we let and how we let and everything else. So that, that's one element. Now, let's look at Prisam Nisa for a moment. What's the Yisoid of a Mitzvah of Prisam Nisa? It's not the only one. We have two more Mitzvahs that are abundant, which also come as Prisam Nisa. The one is Rina Megillah on Purim. And the other one is Arab places on Pesach. Um, they all wrote as Bersam What uh, And when it's a Bersam there's a special Chumru Badim. And that is the Mitzvah which is coming from Bersam Inissa. The halacha is that a person needs necessary clothing to do. As opposed to most Mitzvahs, even the Raisa. If a person doesn't have money, he's not Mechayev to sell his items or to go begging to be able to do it. And when it comes to a Mitzvah Bersam Inissa, a person is Mechayev to sell his clothing or to go begging to get money. So if a person doesn't have money to buy a candle for Hanukkah, or he doesn't have money for wine for Arab he's going to have to go, he has to go and begging. Or, yes, he's going to go That's the halacha. So you see that the, the mitzvahs which came from the Semenites have a special chomer. Now, what's the, what's the Indian Shibuy? We're not going to, we can also ask the question that they're very different, the way we do the Semenites. I drink my request in Pesach, but I think there and Hanukkah, it's like a different kind of business altogether, which is true. It's not the point I want to talk about right now, but let's talk about just generally the messages which are coming from Pesach and Nisa. What's the chiyuv? What's the chiyuv to Mephaisa and Nisa? So here we can see a number of different aspects. The first one is, just like by a carbon tider, it's brought down that if a person survives um, something life-threatening, he's going to bring a carbon tider. Now, the carbon tider is the gather a tider. It's going to appreciate the fact that a person was fed a deathly illness or some other tragedy, and now he's alive. But, uh, which means that the, the, the part of the bringing the carbon tider was that it has to be spoken about rabbi. And this brought already the Midrash says that the carbon tide came with uh, 40 loaves of bread, which and had one day to eat them in, which is impossible. You can't eat that much. Which means the person was mechuyev to invite a big uh, group of people to share the tide with him, to so be able to finish the lechem. And the reason for that was that that was a, a framework, that was a setting, there was an opportunity to, you know, to do moedah beravim on the nest of dungeon. The whole minute today of making a story said, oh, better stems from that. So the first nukkah of Bersam Nisa was a Garzotev. And therefore, for sure, for privateness, but also in those Nisim where Kaius shall collectively have to thank Hashem. So you may the first thing is a Garzotev, and that's a Bersam Nisa. 
very macrotive is you first in the next session day. Now you must learn something. This dinner presuming is that so only comes in the Mitzvah to Rabban. And the reason goes back to the general distinction we always say between Mrs. Rais and Mrs. Rabban. I says like that, I'm going to repeat the main principle again, and that is, they, can, they always ask the question, and very often in the Kirif settings we get asked this question, that is, why does Rabban have to come with new mitzvahs? If Hashem wanted the mitzvah, it should be written in the Torah. And if He didn't, then why are we making it? Now, it's true that we talk about mitzvahs which relate to events which only happened after the Torah. It's not such a question, but the, the answer is better than that. The answer is better than that. And that is, there's the Torah of Mitzvah the Torah is Hashem as the king, as the legislator, is giving us instruction and we have to keep it. The dinner of the Mitzvah the Rabbanan is in the Mitzvah in the context of we, for whatever reason, are accepting to this on our own. It's not coming from the fact that we've been instructed to do it and therefore we are obeying. It's coming from the point of view, as from our point of view, we think this is the right thing to do. Let me just give you a marshal for this. At a lot of times, the gather of a Mitzvah Rabbanan is it's a gather, it's a siyag around the Torah, it's a mishmeris. It's a way to protect us from having the Mitzvah Torah. So why not the Torah Mitzvah that? And the answer is because had the Torah Mitzvah that, it has to be the Mitzvah. The way we accept the Mitzvah is we, Hashem tells us not to do something. So we on our own want to make sure not to do it. How are we going to do that? We're going to enact defense to prevent us doing it. But Barak Hashem makes defense, now we have to enact defense around that. Now the Mitzvah Hashem gave us is this. Now we have to be more careful not to, and therefore the way we accept the Chitzibah of Hashem is by taking a step back. Right? So for example, if the Torah is Mitzvah Yisra Rais, so therefore, we think, how are we going to be, make sure that we're going, we're going to keep the Torah's Chiyuv, I'm not going to we're going to stop Yichud. We're not going to That's why we're not going to come to the Torah. It's, it's a required step from our point of view to make sure we're not going to be able to Torah says. But if the Torah is going to ask Yichud, then we're going to have to say, one second, how are we going to stop ourselves being a niksh on the Yisra Torah of Yichud? We're going to have to take a step back from that, or whatever it's going to be, that we're protecting ourselves from being over the Yisra. Which means the mitzvah the Rabbanon has to come from the point of view of Rabbanon. It comes from the point of view of our doing something in order to protect the Torah. We're doing something which is, is coming from us. Once it's coming from Hashem, then this is its value, then it becomes like Hashem's Mitzvah. And if that's the case, there's so many Nisra by definition has to come from us. That's our Akhara Satayv. Right. So then, then there's not a curse at all. You, you're forced to do something. I was like, my friends, as a child, I just gave you a gift. Now you will stand up and say thank you. Okay. I stand up and say thank you. There's not a curse at all there. You just forced me to do something, I did it. Which is also an interesting point. The carbon tether wasn't a chiyuf. It's forget a carbonus nadava. The Torah makes the framework for this, but the Torah doesn't say you have to do it. If you did, there would be no time, there would be no course of time there. Asking a very good question, I have to explain it. Because when you get to the Mitzvah Bikurim, we'll discuss in detail. I understand, because that's the point of the Mitzvah Bikurim too. But uh, this, you, we'll explain Bikurim, it's a good question. But the Yisrael is it's still true, and we understand the Yisrael very well. You can't force a person to have a course of time, and there's no point to that. And therefore, the idea of pursuing this has to be a Bonin's innovation, Right, which is coming to express our Zatov, and we see this most clearly is on Pesach. We said, uh, our places are Midrabonin, our places are Now, one second. The Matzah is the Raisa, and the Sipur is the Raisa, and the Marah is the Raisa, and the Hanel is the Raisa, probably. Right? Everything is the Raisa. Point to Why does it have to come and add something to the system? Pesach happened in the time of the Torah, and the Torah goes all the Mitzvahs for Pesach. We won't be short of Mitzvahs. 
Right? It's not like Hanukkah and Purim, which happened late, and Hazal to make the whole thing, the whole way to keep it. It's never said it's written in the Torah, and all the mitzvahs of the races already. So why did Hazal to come with a new mitzvah, hyperkosis, and add a new mitzvah to a night which already there a lot of mitzvahs? And the answer is exactly this point. None of those mitzvahs are Prisamenis, because if the point of Prisamenis is like Satav, then if the Torah is Mitzavi to do something, it's not an expression of like Satav anymore. And therefore Hazal had to add something else. That's come with something else, which is coming to this is coming to express like Satav, and has to start from us. So that's the that's the first reason for mitzvahs of Prisamenis. It's coming to be Makir Tov. And the second point also. So he said, the simple reason why Chazal will be talking about Mitzvah with Saminissa, Hakar Satay. It's coming for Hatzada, and, and the way we we express gratitude is Berabim. And therefore, doing Berabim is the way we express gratitude for what happens. There's a second Nikod also. And that is that the point of Saminissa is to Mitzakin, to Mitzakin what we did wrong, which brought the problem. We understand, as you said in the Munna, that it's not that some problems happen to Klai Yisrael and isn't happen to save them. The problem only happened for a reason. And therefore, if you first want to first in the nest, part of the person in nest has to be to, so to speak, identify what was the problem, which what was our, our problem, what did we do wrong, which led to the situation uh, which we were in danger. And we need a nest to save us, but then it's not just enough to thank Hashem for the nest. A chalik of the uh, of the soul story has to be to understand what led to the problem and then matter to focus on, on on the root cause which brought us to the result. Just I have to give an example for this. That's the Chaim's example. If a person uh, experiences the symptoms of an life-threatening illness, right? So now. He goes to the doctor, and then save his life, whatever it is. Now, okay, so right now he's alive. He got saved from whatever the illness was. But, yes, the next question is, <coughs> what, what did I do? What, was, what caused the illness to come in the first place? So, of course, there's something which isn't up to a person then to talk about. But let's say, a person suffered a heart attack, and they'll tell him, listen, it's because of your habits, because of your diet, because of the way you act, because of whatever it is, the reasons what caused it. So, yes, you were saved, you were lucky, you, you survived. Right? But Lamaise, if you don't want it to happen again, so then the logical thing to do is understand what was the cause for this this heart attack and deal with the cause. And that's the second you said. And when we look to see a nace, it's not just the nace, that the Yivonim were there, and Hashem saved us from the Yivonim. That Homan made a decree, Hashem saved us from the decree. That the Mitzrim and Slavs, Hashem took us out of slavery. Yeah, we have to step, step back now. Why were they there in the first place? Why, why were they there in the first place? Oh, Stop. I uh, hear this from Rashlam Brev the years ago, and it's so true because I see it all the time. It says, any Kanenet, it tells the kids in Hagan the story of any Niyamtif. Most parents, they tell their children the story of Niyamtif, they always start from the wrong points. If we can look at it now, we hold in Hanukkah. So, how does the story of Hanukkah start? The Yavanim came. The Yavanim kicked out the base of Mikdash. The Yavanim stopped us keeping the Torah and Rashkhaydish and Shabbos and whatever else it was. And now the Jews never couldn't do the Korbanis, and the Jews couldn't keep Shabbos, and the Jews couldn't do anything else. And then the Maccabees came and helped them and kicked out the Yivan. Oh, we're going to talk about the perfect story of Pare, of Mitzrayim. There was a bad king called Pare, and Pare decided to put the, make the Jews into slaves, and he made us work so hard, and he threw our babies into the river, 
and you kill Jewish children, whatever it's going to be. And told Hashem sent Moshe to do all the nisim and Makkas and Hashem took some Israel. And starting the story like that, which admittedly most of us do, it's clear. As long as Hashem is Hashem is Hashem is Hashem is 100% true. What does it mean that the Vivanium came? Right? That uh, the parade came. Imagine you have a kid in school. And your kid comes out crying to you and says, I don't have a scared to go to school because of these two big kids that beat me up every day. They're bullying me. And what are you going to say? Don't worry about it. Let them bully for you for a few years. After that, you'll see what I'll do to them. Right? <laughs> it's not going to help you. Okay, well, every day I'm going to get beaten up. And so one day you'll, you'll take revenge from me. But right now, why am I getting wild? Well, I don't want to go and get hurt. So he so, said, yeah, Hurricane, for 210 years, he enslaved the Jews. After that, Hashem dealt with him. Yeah, the Yivanim came for 52 years, that was it. They, they cancelled all the anyone doing any matters. After that, Hashem dealt with it. That's not good enough. Why Hashem that happen in the first place? You can't start the story from the middle. You can't start the story from the middle. Right? The, the nice of, uh, or, I mean, the accounts of any of these things which landed in the nice has to start a step before that. And that is, had we been doing what Hashem wanted, these things would never have happened to begin with. They only came because we did something wrong. So you have to start a step before. What did we do wrong? Because we did something wrong. Therefore, Hashem wanted us to wake up, fix up the mistake. And therefore, Hashem sent the power of the Haman or the Antiochus, whoever else you wanted to be, in order to show us, in order to make us correct what we did wrong. Because without that, you've broken the fundamental point of Imanah. And the fundamental point of Imanah is Hashem leave a era. If Hashem is here, I have to be afraid. If I'm doing what Hashem wants, Hashem is looking after me, there's nothing to be afraid of. No guy, as much as they meant to be anti-Semitic, is able to do anything to me. It's only if I'm doing something wrong and Hashem wants to decide to punish me, then He'll let them do this. But if there's going to be this idea that the goyim come, the goyim do, and then Hashem eventually gets around to taking revenge, it doesn't help us. So that we're at their mercy until the revenge, the revenge will come. And therefore, the Yisrael has to be that whatever. We did something wrong. It's only because of that Hashem let the goyim come in the first place. And the Hatzalah only comes when he picks up and do the draw. Now, that's the case. So, Brisumanissa is a completely different point. Brisumanissa is not just to be grateful. Brisumanissa is to undo the, the root cause of what we did wrong. And this will start to explain why there's a different kind of Brisumanissa on each of these three times. Pesach, Chanukah, Purim, with the three mitzvahs of Brisumanissa, have a different way of expressing it. Because each one's coming to attack on what the mistake was in that, in that context. Let's talk about Hanukkah. As we said lots of times, the Bach says, it's understood that it's partial from the Psukim. The mistake of Hanukkah was that he searched us by Now, if that's the case, the Bishnu has to be something in the Avoidah. Now, for most things, we stack. Because you can't make a terrorist. You have chorus for doing that. If you have a person makes a terrorist, it's chayav chorus. We can't bring carbonus. You have chorus for their rose. It's the only thing we can do which is not Yisr is nothing with Nairis. There's no din of Kedushas Hashem that has been said in the Shem that you can't use. It's not considered Shrot Echutz, we're not bringing a carbon. And that's okay. If you want to do something, which is what they did wrong, they didn't do the Avoida, which is why they lost the Avoida, so you can ask me Nairis. That's okay. That's like the Rabban Rats in the Chumash, that was okay. The Master Adak in the Master Mikdash. And therefore, the Prisumi Nisa is connected to the mistake. As that's attacking what we did wrong. If the mistake was that we weren't doing the Avodah, we weren't doing the Avodah properly, so that's what after when it comes to Hanukkah, not just we did the Avodah, Mahadrim and Mahadrim. We did it the best possible way. That's, that's putting together the Haidah together with the fact that you show that we, we come to rectify what we did wrong. And again, in each, in each end, it's going to be different. Purim has what we did wrong by Purim, 
Pesach we did wrong by Pesach, and the pursuing is crafted around, not just being grateful, but crafted around, and this is the tikkun. This is what we're doing right, to, so the tikkun will be the wrong. <coughs> so that's the second reason that Chazal had for in this way pursuing this. Now we come to the third point. We come to the third point. And that is that when we talk, why does Hashem do things in the world? We spoke about this in the Ikri Ba'alim a lot. Why does Hashem do things in the world? There could be two separate Hashemites. Two separate Hashemites. They're both true. But sometimes they're one without the other one. The first one is, what Hashem does is the Tevaz Kala Yisrael. What Hashem does is for the good of the Jewish people. HaKadosh Baruch Hu hides himself in the world. He lets the world run, so to speak, in a way which looks natural. When something is needed to be done to save Kala Yisrael, then Hashem, and acting in the capacity of Elikei Yisrael, is there to save us. And if there's only way to do it, it's really nice, Hashem will do the nice. Elikei Yisrael Mashiach. If it doesn't have to be a nest, Hashem will do that in it. But the, there's a Hanhog in the world, Hashem is there to save Klai Yisrael. Hashem is there to protect Klai Yisrael. That's the first. The second, uh, so if you want to call it overriding uh, consideration Hashem has in what He does in the world, and it, it's not a stir, except it doesn't always come together, is Kvot Shemai. That... Uh, Everything which Hashem does is come as a baruch and a shparuch of elamai that brought it In some way, it's going to form a part in the kvetshemai. There could be times we have one against the other one. It's not often because normally the way that Hashem is the kvetshemai comes through Klal Yisrael. And if that's the case, what's good for what's there to save Klal Yisrael and brings kvetshemai is the same thing. But there are one of the cases we can point to even in the Torah that the one worked against the other one. For example, after the Maaseh Egel, after the Maaseh Meragim. So Hashem told Moshe, Klai Yisrael collectively don't deserve to what I want to give them. Let's destroy them and start again. We'll create a new Klai Yisrael, whether it's from you or from Shevet Levi, whatever it's going to be, start again. The Klai Yisrael, as what Klai Yisrael is meant to be, they, they've lost the Maile, they just get destroyed. And what Moshe is always arguing in response, maybe ask Klai Yisrael, Hashem, you're right. It'd be better to create a new nucleus and start Klai Yisrael again, if you're going to say it like that. If you have ever in the Midbar, and everyone knows this is Klai Yisrael, and it's not you're going to destroy them all and kill them in the Midbar, I was going to say that it was because Hashem couldn't take them to Canaan, Hashem couldn't do this, Hashem couldn't do that, and it's going to cause a lack of Kvot So there's a, there's a dual, so to speak, Cheshpen in the world. The one is what's good for Klai Yisrael, and the other one is what brings Kvot And what we learned from Moshe Rabbeinu, in his Tefillah, both after the Eagle and after the Miraglim, is that either argument works by itself. Even if Hashem says that as Klai Yisrael, they worship of a desire, they don't deserve to be Klai Yisrael, that I'll make you into the new Klai Yisrael. So even if that argument is not going to work to save us, we have a second argument for Shemayim. Each argument works by itself. <coughs> now, this is another point of Yisrael Nisa. There's a point of Yisrael Nisa, which means, even if it's a, whether, even if, it was a gather of a nest which we didn't deserve. But the fact that, we, that we're going to use a nest to promote Kvot Shemaim is enough of a reason for a nest to happen. There's enough of a reason for a nest to happen. <coughs> and therefore, the gather of Yisrael Nisa is the Kvot Shemaim which comes from it. That's the name of the Faisal Nes. The Faisal Nes is that 
it's we're not mefarsim read it. If this is klai shos whatever it is, ada we mefarsim the chelik of the nest. The chelik of the nest. This is one of is not the only reason. There are many reasons, and that is why was the pesemenisa revolving around the menorah, not about the mechama. It's a famous question, and the Rishonim really asked the question. Right, if the part of the nest of Hanukkah was the fact that they were victorious in battle, right, so why, why, didn't, why does the Prasominitsa revolve around the Menorah? Now, the Emes is, again, it's not my question, it's Rishonim's question. I've always had a very simple answer to that. And that is, what are you going to do to fire in the nest of the battle? Are you going to hang a sword outside? What are you going to do? Right, we don't have a, a something to, so to speak, to demonstrate to show the nest of the battle. It happened, we won. But what are you going to do to show it? So if you're going to Mepharsin, then you thank Hashem for what we do. That's Adonis. We thank Hashem for being a victorious in battle. If you're doing something to Mepharsin, but I don't exactly know how you're going to Mepharsin in battle. Oh, this is my heart. You could say, Chalal would have thought of something, maybe. I'm not arguing with that. One of the reasons which is brought, and that is why the, the, the Nakoda of the Pirs Manes, specifically the Nase of Manera, and not the Nase of the battle, is Pashat. People were involved in the battle. And if that's the case, in Mepharsin, we won the battle. It's not completely Kochimai. There's a certain element here of we were, we, were, we were victorious. For sure Hashem helped. For sure he was involved as well, but it's not, it's not 100% for Shemai. The nest of the shaman was something which was 100% for Shemai. Now this holds true in other cases also. Right? And again, now I don't have time to go into what the other Nesma or Nesma were, but just to show you what they're not. Right? The fact that what is the Prisma Nesma of the, of the downfall of Haman, of the story of Purim. So we celebrate Purim on the day we were victorious in battle. The fifth of Adam was the day that the enemies tried to kill us, and Hashem Sivro, Ayudim Nishat Bahem, and Nafi Chosha Yishat, Ayudim Sayyim Bishanahem. We overcame the enemies. But that's not the focus of the Nesal Purim, because it's a battle. And it's okay, okay, we won the war. It's true that I don't know how many there were of us and how many there were of them, but the ones it's a war, it's not completely Yah Hashem. That's completely minimized in the story of Purim. It happens to be the day to Purim. It happens to the day we, that we celebrate the day, but why don't we focus on that? The war. The war, we won. We killed 75,000 of Haman's followers. That's a tremendous amount. That's, besides the fact that it's mentioned in the story, that zero importance is given to Purim. That's not the way we were fighting the nation. We don't even deal with that part of the nation. And it's for the same reason. It's for the same reason. It's because it's the nation which people were involved in. And once you're talking about the, the area of human involvement, it takes away from the future mind. And therefore, we look for the Chayrek, which had nothing to do with us. The Chayrek was completely Yadashem. And the same thing again has not explained it. When it comes to Mitzrayim, the same you said again. Pirs Tamanes is Dafka and the Chedek which the Jewish people have nothing to do with. If you're going to talk about the Korban Pesach, we brought the Korban Pesach. We're most nervous for that. You're going to talk about the Matzahs, we make the Matzahs, we get whatever it is. Or we, if you're going to talk about the slavery, yeah, we went through the slavery, we suffered for that. If you're going to the Pharisees and the Nes, we're looking for the element of Korban which wasn't that we weren't involved in. That Hashem did by Himself. And that's the third Nakura uh, Pesuminis. Again, the first one's Pashla Karasatot. And the more people I can share it with, the more of our Karasatot it is. I want to say I'm grateful. The fact that I said Barabi makes it more, makes it more powerful. So my first is everybody should see. Be grateful that Hashem saved us. The second highlight is it's coming not just to say we're grateful, but to say we understood that it doesn't come for nothing. And the part of the person I nest is the tikkun for the underlying thing with the drum. We were Mazal's Avoider, we'll do something Kain Avoider. So we'll machshim it. And the third point, and that is that uh, to show that even if we didn't deserve that, Salah, is the element of Kvot Shemayim. We're facing the nest, we're facing the Kvot Shemayim. 
which means the chedek of the Jashem Dilu by himself. That's what I need to coach you now.